Hey, welcome to the Team Babe podcast. I'm Jason, and I'm Babe. And I'm Robin, and I'm Babe. Well, hi. Well, howdy. So, like, yeah, we just keep changing changing it up here, huh? Yeah, we're trying shit out, you know? Yeah. Um, what's different about tonight? Are we on the split screen. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. <laughs> if this all works out. Yeah, if if you hear any references to this stuff and it's like, you know, nothing is happening visually or like there's just like, you know, maybe like a one of those emojis or a memoji or something. Talk, oh, I wonder if we could get a memoji going. Memoji. <laughs> Not Our me, podcast man. is hosted by memojis now. That's the most annoying thing in the world in my opinion, but uh <laughs> I'm a cow. I couldn't do it. It looks like Jason. Yeah. Right? Well, if we works? if we did this all on Instagram, you know. <laughs> we oh, we could do that. Uh-huh. Right. Right. Well, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world today. That's true. And like yesterday, the day before that, and like probably tomorrow too, there will be stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of crazy, like all the Facebook shit and all the instagram stuff how like zucker nerd is taking taking it in the shorts <laughs> or whatever right because like all these advertisers are pulling out yeah i saw a headline today and they were saying like uh he's uh or the i can't remember if they said like him or just like stock valuation or something like that went, went down like seven billion dollars over a couple of days or wow. something i think it was seven billion well, I think they have some problems, you know? I mean, if I'm being really honest. Yeah, man, don't hold back. I think uh, <laughs> I think that's a good thing, you know? When you become the all and powerful wizard, things start to happen and people start to look behind the curtain and then it's like, oh. Can't let them look, man. Something ain't right here. Yeah, Mark, you done fucked up. <laughs> you let them look behind the curtain. Can we get a bigger curtain next time? Oh, that's true. Why didn't somebody tell him that? Seems so obvious now, but you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, uh, as they say. <laughs> that's Giant. not what anybody would say about this year. <laughs> Hindsight's twenty twenty. Well, yeah, that's what they'd say, right? Nobody could have seen this in hindsight. It's all just well, nonsense. we're all gonna see it in hindsight because we're looking back. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> oh, in hindsight, we could never have seen this, right? Coming, I see what you're saying, but it's also twenty twenty. hindsight's 2020 if this is what hindsight is then hindsight is useless because if it equals the year 2020 then we're all fucked (laughs) oh my god (laughs) okay do you get that (laughs) hindsight is 2020 and we're in the year 2020 that means everything that you thought you knew you know no more i'm questioning everything (laughs) Where are we? Who am I? I know. Yeah. What's my name? Babe. True. Babe is my name and being a babe is my game. Oh, I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. So what's up, dude? What you been up to this week? Mm. Do you have like any fun times or anything that, that you wanted to mention? Fun times. Fun times? Fun time situation. No. Well, um, I don't know about any fun time situations. I, I mean, other than, you know, just my usual stuff, which usually includes like, you know, hanging out with you, watching the tube and uh, having a glass of wine. I mean, if you can count that. Yeah, man, I've had fun every night of the week. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's been the fun stuff huh uh-huh. yeah yeah but otherwise i've sat in a chair in front of my computer working um or um the other fun thing that i did this week was i took charlie to swimming you know he's doing summer swim team oh which is right one of the few things you can do in the coronavirus um because of the chlorine <laughs> The all healing, uh-huh, the healing waters, of embrace the, of yeah. <laughs> extreme chlorine of the extreme like acidic yeah. chlorine in the out outdoors. Yeah, you know? man. Um. So when at first it was cool enough to where I was like, oh, I'll just sit in the car and work. You know, it's only an hour. 
whatever, yeah. no biggie. So I was doing that, and then uh, the fires of um, hell uh, <laughs> descended upon us here in the North State. Yeah, they unleashed their fury. And, and it it's is been like a hundred. Un- unbearable and unlivable for all living things. <laughs> it's been over a hundred, right? It was 112 yesterday. Oh, okay. <laughs> I went for a walk today after I got done working, and uh, I was. it's disgusting. Yeah. Well, today's it a was cool like, day. I know. It was 98 degrees, uh-huh. and I was like, oh, hey, <laughs> this isn't as bad as I thought. Right. It's like, man, we are really dumb fucks. And, yeah. I guess the gold in, in the in the old days was enough to bring people here and... And then when the hot weather came, they're like, but the gold. And then everybody stayed. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, man. Well, there was yeller, yeller, yeller gold. <laughs> well, there ain't no more. So. <laughs> There's no more? No more yeller? Not here. Yeah. I think they done got it all. I don't know, man. I think there's probably some. <laughs> Is that what's keeping you here? Yeah. <laughs> there might be some Nuggets, more gold. man. Um, Nuggets. But what I was doing when it got too hot to sit in the car, it was I was going to my office because, again, my office is a solitary location. There are no other people there. So it's coronavirus safe, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No other organisms um, are allowed into my office except for me at this right. point. Right? You, you don't get mask shamed by the little cockroaches? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And I'm the only one that's been in there, so hey. Anyway, I so I've it's been awful quiet down there, you know. Yeah. Uh, because it's in a basement. Right. It's it, underground. It's underground and it's an old bank safe, so yeah, very secure and very quiet. And uh, the piano teacher was having his piano students, you know, practicing. So there's the tinkling, the uh, subtle tinkling of keys that sort of wafts in, you know. And then on the other side of me is a radio station, and sometimes they're blabbing away um but i was sitting down there in my chamber of solitude um and i was reading fashion magazines that i still haven't had time to read i have a whole stack of them in there that have never been cracked open so (laughs) i was in there you know just thinking about being sad Not experiencing the actual emotion of being sad, but thinking about it. I was thinking about it. (laughs) You're thinking about about it. Just as the tears are just like, there's surface tension. Yeah, there was surface tension, but yeah. yeah. Wow. I know. You told me about that. I didn't know you were going to. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know you were going to your underground lair. Yeah. The fortress of like. I don't know. It's a fortress solitude. of solitude for sure. Yeah. I was trying to think of something else, like because you said that that there was like a leak or something when you went there today, so it smelled like a dead salmon. Oh well, the, the fortress of fishitude or something like that. <laughs> my little um, foray into my little bubble of uh, fashion magazines and sadness was abruptly ended by the air conditioner breaking. Yeah. So I went down there one day. And I'm like, oh, it's going to be so nice and cool in here. And I'm going to like read my magazines. And uh, it was hot and stuffy. And so then I said to the landlord, I was like, hey, what's up? And they're like, oh, can't get this fixed for a week. And then I went down there today, just briefly, not to sit in solitude. And uh, it was just the worst smell you could imagine coming out of there. And they had all the utility closets open, and it was all wet, and there was a fan, like, blowing the stench everywhere. And I was like, wow, this is uh, not what this I pictured, sucks, man. dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I left. And here I am. Yeah. Well, you kind of blew my mind when you said you were going there, because I didn't realize you were going to your office. Like, while Charlie was at swimming, I just figured you were still hanging out there or something. Because you didn't mention it, and then you said that you were going down there to read fashion magazines and be sad. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> this must, <laughs> like, this is, we're get, like scraping rock bottom here. <laughs> if you are doing the equivalent of, like, me going to Mars and building clocks. That is my equivalent. You're uh, right. We got problems. <laughs> There's there's some shit going on, man. 
Oh, it's uh, too many weeks of this uh, corona, I guess. You know. But I think, I mean, honestly, if I'm really being honest about it, all I can think of when I look at fashion magazines is that this is a relic of the past. Mm. So. That could make you sad in and of itself right there, right? Yeah, pretty much. Damn, dude. Yeah, well, I feel like we're all just kind of like, you know, we're riding the roller coaster. The waves, man. We're hanging 10 <laughs> to varying <laughs> levels of success or whatever, you know, as we go through each of these weeks. And I don't know. It's easy to just kind of like get numb, you know? Oh, man. Look at you. Look at you and your segue. <laughs> You're turning into me. The producer is in. Yes, it could. Very well, well could. I thought that was just going to be a little foreshadowing since we still, I don't know, you still had like, you were still going to do your like dissertation about, you know, like Trump's America <laughs> and all this stuff, right? Like that was still. Trump's America. <laughs> That's a short one. That's a short dissertation, man. <laughs> Sorry, but I don't have a whole lot to say about that. No. Okay. Other than it's just fucked. Oh. That's okay. my dissertation. I gotcha. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. All kinds of shit was going on this week, though, right? Like, I mean, we could sit here and talk for an hour about that before we get into the numbness, any numbness we may be feeling, you know? Yeah, that's but true. But I don't know. You don't know? You don't, don't know if you want to get into it? No, but there's, a, there's a bunch of shit. I don't know. Like... We bought a bunch of stuff this week. <laughs> we spent a bunch of money on things. I know. We've, that we've been like saving for for a long time and stuff. Yeah, it's it's weird because it's like we've spent years like saving up for certain things that we need or whatever. And it just so happens that some of these we, we've like saved up for now. And so it's like, oh, we're going to buy all this stuff now? Like, it seems like a weird time. Yeah. But uh, we did get a new mattress. Well, you got to sleep. Yeah, and it had been almost 10 years since we had a new mattress, so I guess that was all right. But, you know... Um, we're not big spenders in that no, department either. We're not. I, I, I found, like, our um, our receipt and our, like, owner's manual for our, our current... What was then our current mattress. Oh, did you? I was like, <laughs> holy shit, man. Because I remember, like, thinking back to that being like, man. That really tapped us out. And how much was it? It's like three hundred and thirteen dollars <laughs> and forty seven cents. And I can't even believe we got it that cheap. And then we've been sleeping on that fucking thing for ten years. And you know, no the, wonder my shoulders are garbage. I, yeah, the reason that we got it so cheap was because it was the one everybody laid on at the store. Oh right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the best part of that was the guys from the mattress place like came and delivered it, yeah. and they like took our old mattress away. But, like, our room was, like, so small that, like, they had to kind of, like, come in there and leave the mattress in the hallway and then, like, get the other mattress, you know, because there wasn't enough room. <laughs> it was very embarrassing. Yeah. That was a- and I think the mattress that we were having them pick up looked like, you know, homeless people have been sleeping on it or something. Well, you know, so. at least we know that we don't have to, we don't have to hold that fantasy of the tiny house, you know. <laughs> No. Like up there, you know, no. we did it. We Ooh. did the tiny house. Yep. Basically, we did a tiny house. I think we can say that. I think so. I think it that's... wasn't truly a tiny house, but it was a tiny house. It was a tiny house for four people in a Great Dane. And a sewing studio. <laughs> <laughs> and no dishwasher. Jesus Christ. <laughs> There's the dishwasher. All right, oh, ha, ha. Ha. What's up? Ha. Oh. <laughs> Dude, you're going to wash all the dishes tomorrow just for that. That's your punishment. I wasn't trying to rip on you. Oh. Hmm. Just comes naturally because I'm such a ripper. I know. Yeah. I'm aware. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I couldn't help but think we we were a little white bread with all those uh, purchases. Oh, yeah. you know? I know. Yeah. It was a little bit like, oh, <laughs> are we going to be like those people? Yeah. Like, like I'm starting to turn into a Karen or something. Uh-oh. Like, you know, it's a good thing I can't go out in public because I'd probably be like calling the police on people and like asking to speak to <laughs> all the managers and stuff like that, you know? 
So it's really good that this. The, the only Karen I'm going to turn into is Karen from Will and Grace. Well, I think that's what. <laughs> that's the. the I know. That is right? Karen. That's right? what she's named after, uh-huh. right? No. No. No, no. Karens are named after Karen Walker from Will and Grace. No. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Uh-uh. Totally. I don't believe that. No, I think that's where the term comes from. I don't know about that. Because everybody, just like us, has been watching Will and Grace. I think so. They finally, they're like, oh, this is a Karen. Right? Okay, now we're going to have to look it up. Now we're going to have to put the Twitter poll Ugh. into the mix. Damn it. And get people fucking voting on this shit. Mm. Where did the Where did Karen come from? Okay, but really, truly, like, you know, Karen Walker is the only Karen I know. Yeah, but don't turn into her because that's not good either. Oh, you mean you don't want me to drink and do drugs all day long and, and forget to work? and? Sounds kind of fun, actually. <laughs> Maybe we could just do that for a weekend or two. Oh. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's a slippery slope. You know, once you start, you might not be able to stop. Once you Karen, you don't can't stop <laughs> Karen. Um, I hear that you've been Newman. I've been Newman, man. What does that mean? Newman. Newman's dressing. Paul Newman. You're, you're, philanthropist. You've been Paul movie Newman? Star. Um, no. Yeah. Uh, is yeah. This, is it like a boomer? Newman? Like Mark Maron's cat? No, like an old person. Oh, a boomer. That's another kind of boomer. Um, yeah. I've been messing with this Noom app. And it's been helping me make my stomach feel better. Hey, I like that. So that's good. That was good this week. What yeah. else? We we fucking finally played some spike ball. We oh, had yeah. a socially distant Father's Day. That's right. Celebration and like my sister's birthday celebration. Got the spike ball out. Oh my bat. Oh my bat. Oh my bat. Yeah, and we had a socially distant. Terrible at Um, birthday for my mom. Oh my god, that's right. Did we talk about that I think last we time? We talked about that, but we those were our big social gatherings. Yeah, um, all the weeks and all the days are running together for <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, we also helped to re- like rescue a little floppy raven uh, baby that was so dumb that it fell in a hole and couldn't get out. <laughs> so we did that. That was our good deed for yeah. that day, I think. Um, yeah, and the good news is that we're gonna go away from here. Babe, we're going away from here. Where are we going? But only temporarily. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, dude. Dude, we're going to Pacific Beach, yo. In the merry old land of Oz? No. San Diego? Uh Uh-huh. Cool. We're going to sit on the beach and, you know, like, think about our lives. You know anything about the HBO drama Oz? What? I don't know. I, was gonna have I thought you, you said, do you know what I think about the HBO drama Oz? No, I said, do you know anything about? Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? No, but get this as yeah. a fun fact. I talked to a guy on the phone that was in that show. Really? Yeah. When? Today? But, no. <laughs> that no. would be a crazy coincidence. Not today, but like earlier this year, there's a guy on LinkedIn and... He's like a. He was an actor on the yeah. show. Yeah, he was an actor oh. on the show, but he's like a motivational speaker. Huh. Yeah, it was cool. Weird. Cool guy. I never watched the show. Me either. Myself. But that was my fun fact. That was oh. really very random, wasn't it? That is. Sometimes I talk to weird people on the phone. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't a weird person. But I mean, just like random, you know. Yeah. Random encounters that uh, business and things bring your way. What do you think about that term, random? I love it. Oh, you know what I like even more than random? What? Rando. Rando. God, it's so fucking stupid. Because, like, nothing is truly random, right? Well, that's all in the way you look at it, I guess. I mean, yeah. I guess it is all in the way that you use it. That's what I hear. It comes and it goes, you know? Um, Yeah, so anyway, San Diego. Okay. Stoked about that. That's coming up real soon. Like, we're going to have to, like, hustle. Yeah. I have a lot of stuff I have to do before we leave. Yeah. Because I'm going to turn my email off. Whoa. While we're gone. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have an out of the office autoresponder. I'm going to be out of the office. Okay. Like for real. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so that's why we had to have the, uh, all I can think of when I think of the birthday gathering is toothless. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we had to have the toothless birthday gathering. Like your fucking grandma. We talked about this last time too, but still she horrifying. Has the most magnificent gap of like four te- it's like four teeth and growing in the front of her mouth it's like whoa i never thought i would ever get to see like a disney animated cartoon like witch <laughs> in real life but i am seeing it right now yeah and it is fucking amazing well when you're 103 i yeah. guess your teeth fall out so. 103 and oh 103 this year right yeah we talked about that <laughs> let's stop talking about it <laughs> so now i had an i had a little note you know oh he did in the pre-pro um about the bookends of tension with friends and tension with family and that those are the ultimate bookends of life tension with friends and tension with family what do you mean well, you know, like how there's always this tension, you know, when you have a get together, but then there's also tension with people that you don't see. <laughs> so it's sort of like you don't get together, there's still tension. Like you get ghosts? together, there's tension. We don't see them like ghosts. No, you don't see them in real life. You're talking to them on the phone. Oh, okay. But just like, uh, I don't want to talk to you right now or something or what? What's the tension? Yeah. You know, like they want to see you. Oh, okay. Or they want they want you to be some way that you're not. Oh, uh, I get what you're saying. Or they want you to, you know, pretend that coronavirus isn't real or uh, whatever. Yeah. I guess there are a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of potential tension. I find there's a lot potential? of tension. <laughs> potential tension. Shortened uh. to potential. I hate it. I hate tension. Mandy Patinkin. Do you like it? Different than potential. But do I like it? Do you like it? Do you like the tension? Uh no. I'm a I'm a bigger fan of the pressure. Oh. Yeah. You like the pressure? Yeah, the inner city life, the inner city pressure. Uh-huh. Yeah. You like do you perform well under pressure? Yeah. Generally. I actually do, but I it uh, <laughs> ruins my entire life. I know. It's uh I hate it. Yeah. It's uh it's a wonder that I'm here today. <laughs> no, it's not. It's no, it's no, not. It's no wonder to me. And it's me. not random either. No, and it's no wonder to me because I planned it that way for you to be here today. Yeah. So. You planned it. You planned this all. You're the architect. You're like, <laughs> you're the architect in, in Inception, right? That's right. Have I been Incepted? Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. They're coming out with that, like, with their... They're doing another theatrical release, a 10-year theatrical release of Inception. What? Yeah. I don't know. Like, uh, are there theaters? I was just going to say, who's going and watching it? I I heard somebody talking about the fact that they went to a movie. And I think I got an email from Cinemark, and they're opening again soon. What? But, you know, with, like, special social... Well, I mean, it all depends on what the governor says, right? Yeah. But that's stage four. I didn't think they were open yet. Yeah, I didn't think so either, but I got an email. I didn't read it. I mean, what do you want me to read an email that like Cinemark sends me or something? But seriously, like, it seemed like that's where it was going. I mean, all I heard was that AMC theaters were going to open with no re- no, no changes. restrictions. Yeah. Just pile Jesus up. Jesus Christ, man. I don't know, dude. I don't know if I want to go sit in the theater with the people. Have some popcorn? Well, I'll have some popcorn. I'm <laughs> <laughs> some to go. <laughs> I mean, the movie theater has got to be the filthiest place on the earth. Do you think so? Oh, yeah. For sure. Wow. Nobody's ever done like one of those uh, black like UV light things. Well, like hell, they won't even turn the lights on in there. Ball. You know, that's because it's horrifying. It's like a bar. Don't turn the lights on. Mm, That's actually, that's kind of funny. I think that maybe we should do that. We should make a movie out of like, uh, it's like an Unsolved Mysteries 
episode in a movie theater. <laughs> That'd be scary. I guess get Robert Stack in there. Hmm. That'd be scary. I don't know if I can do it. Yeah, somebody make that. Some okay. I think that's enough guidance. I think you can you can run with that idea. Okay. Filmmakers out there, all the ones watching and listening. <laughs> so, um, Charlie is rewatching The Office. Oh yeah. I don't love that show as much as some people do. It makes me giggle sometimes. Um, but I was really impressed with Pam's performance when they were um, asking her why didn't she go to New York and do her graphic design course, you know? And she was, like, going to answer him, and she was, like, all smiles. And then she just, like, started crying. And I was like, wow, that's like actually a believable like performance. Like yeah. that lady's a good actor. Uh-huh. You know? But then I was like, that's sort of the perfect like thing to sum up the way I feel about turning forty this year. <laughs> You're all smiles. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> it's your birthday. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that was a kind of a heavy little moment there Mm -hmm. because she realized like that she was like uh giving up on all her dreams yeah she was and rationalizing why you know and like she didn't believe her own bullshit Uh or whatever yeah it was good yeah pretty deep performance man nice job actor who did that um (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah uh, I still don't get what you mean about the ultimate bookends but I think we'll have to talk about that later because I don't know, man. I'm just feeling so numb these days. Mm. You know, my hands are tingling. Mm. My mind is tingling. <laughs> like a, Wayne's World. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Wow. What's got you feeling so numb? Well, I think that is a perfect segue, my darling, uh, to the main uh, topic of tonight's episode. Yes. And this is episode 57. That's correct. Of Team Babe. That's correct. And we're still doing the COVID-19 mixtape playlist, right? Right. So this is um, track number 16. That's right. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And what is track number 16? So track number 16 on the mixtape is Numb by U2 from their album Zuropa. That's right. And it's one of my favorites. The album? Yeah. The song? The album. And the song. But yeah. uh, I do love this album. For sure. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's just like this one, we've kind of had it like on the list of potential ones for a while. Yeah. I guess I would say. And uh, I mean, <laughs> when we were talking about that, you know, what we're going to talk about on the episode talking, talking about what we're gonna talk about yeah, yeah. <laughs> talking about inception um oh my god i'm waking up uh, i'm seven it's the kick seven bean layers deep in this bean nonsense. layers yeah you know like a seven like a seven layer burrito uh-huh. <laughs> seven layer yeah you know <laughs> um wow you are the architect aren't you <laughs> Oh, I I do. I like to think of myself that way, you know. For sure. What was I saying? Oh yeah, uh, numb by you too. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. So <laughs> we were like checking out the lyrics because I was like, I remember this song like totally blowing my mind when I first heard it. Yeah. Right? Uh, right? Didn't it blow your mind? Jesus Christ! Haven't you heard this song? If you haven't, go listen to it. Numb by you too. It's good. But yeah, it's got all, it's got, it's this weird thing, right? Yeah. It's weird in so many ways. And then when the video came out, it's like even weirder in that way. Yeah. And it's I think. It's kind of shocking. I thought the video was very shocking at the time. And the funny thing is that like, as much as I love U2 now, or I have for like the last 20 years or whatever, I never had a U2 album. Like until I met you. Oh, really? So I did not have this album. I didn't have Octoon Baby. I didn't have anything. I think I had this one, right? I yeah. had a CD of this. Yeah. 
But I watched all their videos and like I watched their tour videos and all that, but I just never like owned their music. But this, like, I remember loving the, um, you know, the one uh, song and video from Octane Baby. And then this was probably the next one, the next video or something that came out after that. And, um, and like these, those, these songs were so huge that like, I mean, MTV was terrible like this anyway. Like if they were playing a song, they were playing it eight times a day, ten times a day or something. That's what it seemed like anyway. Oh, at least, yeah. Um, You know, which is just kind of crazy. But like uh, all the U2 songs, the, their big hit singles during this time period, like this was like the early 90s. Right. Which is kind of crazy too. It came out in 93. Uh, Octoon Baby came out in 91. Right. Or whatever. But like, man, just like like fully like just over capacity playing of these songs at all times just like ubiquitous or whatever like it was so bad that at one point i think they had a new year's day thing where they just ran u2 all day long like 24 hours a day oh because the u2 song (laughs) new year's day i remember that i remember being like funny that's something we would do not quite enough videos for 24 hours but yeah (laughs) <laughs> it's no wonder we do dorky, lame-ass shit like uh, the COVID-19 mixtape when U2 was doing New Year's Day by U2. We're from, what can I say, man? We're from the 90s. We sure are. I mean, much. I really thought, you know, like I said, I didn't belong to a generation. So yeah. I w- I'm very appalled by the fact that I'm like one of those people that, one, belongs to a generation, and two, uses the music from their generation to define, define their life yeah it's really disappointing <laughs> like all the way around like if i was really going to be like a good artist i wouldn't do that yeah mtv has had our number yeah but since day one i guess honestly apparently. if i could go back to that i'd probably go back to that i mean versus now right yeah like you would trade all the social media and everything and like all the modern conveniences amazon prime delivery the ability Uh, to work from home much easier (laughs) for if you could just watch mtv like from the 1990s like (laughs) for five to six hours a day or something i'm just comparing i'm comparing like my tension or whatever you know in the two times joy levels um i don't know it was totally joyless um the first time around but if I could be mean now, okay, and go back to then and watch this all for the first time. Yeah. I mean, dude, right. it would be so stress-free and just sort of like, I'd be like a hippie. That's what this podcast is going to be like to somebody, you know, 25 years from now. <laughs> <laughs> Probably our fucking oh. grandkids or something. Oh, don't even, don't even whisper that. Don't even let that come out of your mouth, man. How many Shut fucking grandkids? Mouth. Shut your mouth. <laughs> oy, oy. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so all you have to do if you want to know why this song made the mixtape is 10 things, and I'll, I'll make the <laughs> list for you. Let me get out the whiteboard. Okay. Okay. No, uh, is, yeah, just check out the lyrics, man. You know, he's talking about all this, like, shit with, like, I don't know alienation mass communication media or whatever like it's all the themes fit nicely with you know other stuff that they did right right uh you too and like they had this whole like zooropa zoo tv tour or whatever i loved it i was so into it dude i was so like in love with that thing (laughs) yeah it was like uh yeah it was very conceptual you know, like the whole tour. It was like if Madonna was actually a rock band or something. Yeah. This is the kind of shit that yeah. she would do, right? The sets were great. Like everything. I mean, it was like just. Like Bono had another whole other character yeah. called The Fly. Yep. Remember that dipshit? Yep. With oh. the weird glasses. Dude. You loved that. I loved that. The I little thought, guy is like four I, foot eight. I thought with Bono. With his lifted like <laughs> combat boots. Yeah. I thought Bono was so sexy. 
like I, I thought that was just like the best like I, like he wore all this makeup and like you know he had all these caricatures that he was doing right and it was so highly conceptual that like looking at it now is like painful yeah but at the time i was just like oh <laughs> i'm so into these concepts man <laughs> <laughs> yeah totally well, it's, yeah, so the like the numb song in particular that that is this week's episode is like, you know, like you two had this kind of like uh, crossing over like Euro electronic sound like the yeah. album after Zuropa uh, was way more kind of electronically influenced, yeah. but like uh, Octing Baby and then this one were kind of like a clear progression or whatever. Right. And so it's like this this song that kind of has like, you know, like sort of an electronically influenced beat and it has kind of like these we- this weird kind of shimmering mm-hmm. like production or whatever. And then it has like crunchy guitars. We like, love those crunchy ow, guitars. Ow, you know, yeah, like, uh-huh. yeah, uh, grindy even, crunchy and grindy. Um and then, like, the song is sung, quote-unquote, in, like, a total monotone. Right. Like, it sounds like uh, like if Charlie was, tell- <laughs> was telling you a story right now. Oh, yeah. And then this happened. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, for, like, Charlie, an hour. Uh-huh. If you ever watch this. <clears throat> oh, man. That's not talking about that. Um, yeah. So... I I just remember like first of all I thought it was so smart for them to have the guitar player be the singer, you know. And I think when I like watched it for the first time, I had no idea who this was. I didn't. Oh, you didn't even I'd know be, it was you two. No, probably, huh? like because I didn't even, Bono wasn't there. Your man. I know. I only knew you two as Bono, so like I didn't even know that the Edge was in the band. First of all, okay, <laughs> like. <laughs> and so then, like you know, you see Bono in the background, and I'm like. Oh, okay. So then it was like years later that I like understand who the edge is. I'm like, who's the edge? Uh, He's the guy with the fucking barcode, man. Yeah. And it's so funny. He has like barcodes all over his clothes. It was obviously like a fashion statement or whatever. Like He had them on his clothes? Yeah. He had them like on his like a, shirt like sleeves. Like patches? Uh-huh. Huh. Yeah. So I think that, that that just reminds me of, you know, like some high-end fashion brand sort of deal you know but um i remember perfect for you i know yeah and this shit was made for you yeah i love the concepts Mm -hmm. man the themes the tension of the opposites yeah so um highly curated playlists for global pandemics hey whenever you need one of those you guys just let me know yeah okay i'll hook you up (laughs) so like when i watched this video though i remember the thing that stuck out to me the most was when they started tying him up with rope. And I remember being like, oh, like, oh my gosh, are they going to like kill him? Like, what are they going to do? Like tying him up with rope. Yeah. Oh yeah. no. Right. And then you said when you watched it, the, the only thing that stuck with you was. Was the ladies like, so he's got like two girls like <laughs> licking his face and his ears and like whispering in his ears. Like, uh-huh. it's just totally bizarre. But I actually remember uh, the rope thing kind of creeping me out, too. I didn't think about that the other day when we were talking about it. But I was like, oh, that made me nervous, too. Yeah. Like, it's weird. It's like a weird, like a, just a regular manila rope. And they're just sort of like wrapping it around uh-huh. his face. So he's just sitting there like singing this monotone song. Uh, with And there's kind of this sh- all this shit going on around him and to him. And it's like he's not reacting to it at all or he you know he's very subtly reacting which is like perfect yes or whatever like he did a really good job in the video like i I don't know if he was acting well or if they were just like here you're gonna sing this song and then like they fucking kind of sprung some of this shit on him like to get genuine like non-reaction reactions from him like that would have been a good idea. Like if you were a director, probably maybe or not. I think it was actually a one shot take too, and that's really hard to do. Yeah, in I think one so. Take. Yeah. Right. I don't remember any cuts. Isn't it weird though? Like how um, this is a total tangent, but like how you how used to like cinematic editing and shit we are, mm-hmm. where you don't even realize that cuts are happening if you're not 
in that mode of paying attention to it. Oh, like I'm sure, sure if you're an editor, editor, you're like totally homed in on that. It's like, yeah. like when I listen to a song, I hear the bass line, like, blah, 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 you know, whatever, this is what's going on there. But like, man, when you actually pay attention to it, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Somebody has to put all this shit together. Yeah. Just like I'm going to have to put this shit together. <laughs> I can't wait to see how this turns oh out. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I'm just going to hand draw. I'm going to like draw stick people. Wow. And then like animate them. Wow. That'd be, One on, you know. I'd like to see that. That babe would take and babe. way more time, actually. Probably wouldn't have this out on time. That's no. true. Um, Next time. Yeah. But like. Um, I have to say, like, I'm trying to get that in one shot and just to do that in that time, I think was really, um, kind of hard actually. Um, and I think like the concept of the song seemed very smart to me. Like Bono, he's all very like mushy, you know, as, as you are when you're a sort of romantic, heartbroken Irishman. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, as you do, you know. And I love a lot of his lyrics, but this is like so different. Mm-hmm. This is really just rap, but just not rapped. You know what I mean? Right. So it's just kind of this weird spoken word thing. Said in a mono, very just distinct a, monotone. Right. But it's all this like, um, d- don't. It's just sort of like, don't do anything. Can you pass me that wine? Oh, sure. <laughs> sure can, babe. Um, yeah, it's just all these like, don't do anything because if you do, it's going to be the wrong thing. Yeah. And don't move. Don't talk at a time. Don't think, don't worry. Everything's just fine. Yeah. Like a lot of the, the lyrics are really sort of, um, I don't know. They make a lot of sense for like what's going on today. Right. Yeah. For and, sure. I, and I'm sure then too, it's sort of like universal ever since, ever since the zoo started, man, <laughs> <laughs> the shit's been going down. Yeah, the media circus and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, the media circus and like the, uh, you know, like policing of what you can and cannot say and stuff like that. Well, yeah. Some of which is like really needed or whatever uh, for some stuff, but then kind of can also go overboard. Right. Too, in other ways. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. The. Yeah, I think the lyrics are really smart. And yeah, the whole thing just kind of blew my mind. Hearing the song, like I think some friends like were like, oh, you got to check this out. And so I did. And I was like, I'd never heard anything like that. In fact, I don't even know if there's anything else necessarily kind of like that sung in a monotone. I'm sure there is or whatever, but it's really clever. Mm-hmm. You know, for the, for the song theme and the the lyrics and stuff like that yeah i think to me it kind of it's kind of along the lines of like radiohead in a way like the way that radiohead is always making this commentary on you know um suburban life or um yeah. modern life or whatever this was a commentary on modern life of well, 93 didn't, didn't like pablo honey come out in 94 or Probably. 93 maybe or something like that yeah so they're definitely like contemporaries right yeah yeah. But yeah, I could see like especially once you get to like the Benz 96, OK Computer. Or wait, the Benz 95, 94, 95. 95. Holy shit. And then <laughs> OK Computer 97 or whatever, like it's <laughs> like these themes are everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, it's just that that whole time is so crazy for like the internet coming on, the th- like 24 hour day 24 news. 24 hour cycle. news. Like, yeah, it's nuts. And I, I have to think that like you too, this was kind of a commentary on Americans too. You know, like. Well, because they essentially were, right? They, I mean. Yeah. I mean, they're just, they're more like people of the world, I would imagine. At a certain point, you do so much touring and you become this celebrity or whatever. But, you know, like I think like the the uh the thing that's funny about the video is it's like <clears throat> pleasure and pain yeah, mixed yeah. together right again the tension of opposites yeah like hot ladies like uh-huh. whispering in your ear and like licking you and stuff like that but it's a distraction and then, like another one like putting like 
was it, yeah i couldn't tell who it was like or putting whatever, their foot but putting their foot like on your face uh-huh. or whatever like i, I do kind of remember that grossing me out uh-huh whatever yeah, yeah it's kind of a shame to even talk about the the video you should just go watch it yeah you know but it's it, yeah it's it's pretty fun hell maybe i'll put it in the blog post the video can you do that oh yeah man i can oh, do oh you can link the video i can do anything <laughs> yeah i'm magic like that you know <laughs> yeah totally no that's funny you mentioned uh radiohead too because i was thinking along the similar lines that uh yeah a lot of the theme sharing there mm-hmm. particularly with those two bands though really yeah yeah i think so i, th- I think like the other the other tracks on this album that really got me were lemon obviously and and i like that they have this whole thing where they talk about man melts the sand so he can see the world up close like it's all this like weird kind of like ancient times technology that sort of meets with like now which of course was you know 25 years ago now but um it's like an interesting like sort of comparison where it's like, you know, there's been these weird times in history where like technology has really changed everything, you know, like through the advent of science or, you know, whatever, physics, things like that, like going back to, you know, ancient Greeks or something. But it's like we're still kind of living through this strange time of technology being this super big changer, but it's like you think that there'll be like sort of a stopping point or something where you're like, well, that was this era. It's like, you know? cool. Now we're Star Trek. <laughs> and now we're doing this, but it's just kind of like more of the same in a certain way. I mean, that's the way it seems to me. Uh, it just kind of uh, is like another kind of just version of what we did last time in a way. Yeah. Here's what it's like. It's like you're, you're on the roller coaster, right? Right. And you just started out and it just like you're in that first climb. Yeah. Up to the first drop. Yeah. And you climbing up, you're climbing <laughs> up. It seems like it's taking forever. <laughs> like it's taking God damn, this is gonna be like the biggest drop or whatever. You right. get to the, it starts to crest <laughs> and you're like, Oh shit, here it comes. Oh my god. Oh fuck. And then it just goes up again and it just mm-hmm. keeps climbing. Like mm-hmm. it just Yeah. 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 I mean, but I do feel like now, like in the last... Now the free fall, even like if you you're get... S- you're starting to see over the... <laughs> you know, like you're just starting to go over the top. Like, yeah. Yeah, even the thought of the fall of that first drop is like... Yeah, terrifying, right? Yeah. Like you just die <laughs> when when you start to think about it. You're just like, Ugh, I'm done That's now. it. Lights out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... How do you say I'm dead in Spanish? Muerte. Okay. Yo soy muerte. Okay. <laughs> Get back to us, you <laughs> Spanish devils. What? That's not good enough for you? No. It's fine. I am death. So is not going to cut it for you? I am death. Yeah. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's the extent of your Spanish knowledge? Um. <laughs> yeah. So oh, you talked about uh, you mentioned that uh, that the nineties this period really guided guided you. It did along the way. You mentioned this that this period of the nineties guided me in my life that I'm living now. Well, I think it does. You know, because like the whole generational thing and stuff, and like the vibes. Oh, and the concepts. Yeah, it's, you know, yeah, introduced or whatever. It is true. So there's a lot of stickiness, like with the like culture from this time obviously because like the mixtape is full of shit from like the 90s we couldn't help mostly ourselves. right yeah there's a little bit 80s in there but like the there's 90s, a little bit of, little 2000s. Bit of 2000s nothing yeah. since 2010 <laughs> i don't think i don't know oh no yeah there's a couple yeah yeah but uh yeah. i know it really shaped my brain it did even to the point where like you know at one point you were doing a kind of like a holiday update newsletter uh-huh. like you did that for a few years in a, in a row i did or whatever i did i was like were you looking for a creative outlet 
Well, these were these were the days of being a stay-at-home mom, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And I think in my mind, I was like, well, when you have things to talk about, you know, when you have a family, you've got to write a holiday newsletter so that you can get in there with your hoity-toity relatives who send you, you know, newsletters about all of their accomplishments or whatever. And I was like, well, I'm going to write a newsletter and it's not going to be about accomplishments, but it's going to be funny. <laughs> it's like, it's like the 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 real world of yeah. holiday newsletters. Yeah, and I think I wrote two, the two years in a row. Probably two or three, I would say. Yeah, and before um, the whole bottom dropped out of everything, and then yeah, just started started kind of like gave up on that uh-huh. and started pursuing making the money. Oh uh, well, I gave up on that because, because we had to have it. <laughs> I didn't want to tell anybody about what we'd been doing that year, which oh. was you know going through a Ponzi scheme and losing our house that didn't seem like a real cheery uh holiday update. It's definitely so I not just... a cheery motif. See episodes 1 through 10. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You'd like to review that. Yeah. Um yes, yeah, so I wrote these holiday newsletters which I think I did enjoy writing them because it was creative. I guess you're right. It was a creative outlet. Sure. I, I thought maybe someone would read it and get a chuckle, so I tried to make them funny. Um, I, if The weird thing is that um, a friend of ours was doing a newspaper article about holiday newsletters, and I think she interviewed me or something because I sent her my holiday newsletter, and she thought it was funny. I don't know. Anyway. Whoa. Who was that? I think it was Kimberly. Oh. Um, anyway, that's long ago. But uh, I I described uh, Morgan in this particular. This was probably 2007, let's say. Yeah. Um, I described Morgan as... So like 14 um, years past the, you know, when this video probably came out. Right. At least. Right. So I put um, Morgan too much is never enough fainter. That's just how I introduced Morgan into the holiday update. And then I just went on from there. But right. that's a lyric from this song yeah too much is not enough yeah ever <laughs> and that was just perfect perfect for the time you know that was like um morgan being a seven-year-old that was like the height of like toys and like you know wanting stuff so um yeah absolutely too much i mean that's like the perfect description from yeah. morgan yeah but I don't know if anybody got that except for me. Well, no, I'm sure. <laughs> but I think even today, like, you know, I mean, like so many song lyrics from the time or, you know, really anything like it just finds its way into your conversations or little like yeah. jokes or bullshit that you say, yeah. you know? So anyway, I'm glad that uh, I have another uh, 90s kid <laughs> at my side here to recognize <laughs> All those dorky little bullshit things. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> I feel so dumb otherwise. <laughs> you know? If if you weren't hearing all my cool Yeah. Like song lyrics and stuff. Yeah. And wouldn't you feel dumb? That I pass off as jokes or whatever. <laughs> I love it. And then you're like, wait, where what? did you get that? What? Oh wait. What? You've been saying that for this? Oh well that happens so often dude one time right no that's happened like many times like you'll be saying <laughs> something for years and i'll be yeah. like jason made that up yeah and then like we'll watch like a movie or something I'm like, you didn't wait you didn't make that up yeah he's just a parrot <laughs> 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 yeah exactly yeah. yeah i'm definitely um a parrot a bird of paradise so, um, before we wrap this up, do you want to give a little commentary on um, your stance on wearing masks in California? My stance? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I'm all for it. That's good. Yeah. I mean, I've been wearing a mask at the gym. I know. That's hard. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, it just seems like, hey, why not? Doesn't seem like a considerate thing to do. It kind of does, you know, considering that apparently, like, our country has been doing a pretty shitty job of like containing the coronavirus in relation to other ones. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's just like an objective fact, but that's what I've been reading a lot in like somewhat reputable headlines of things and you know, the bodies of stories and shit. Uh huh. Yeah. So I'm all for it. I'm, you know, anything that could potentially, I'm kind of taking this like the, 
like the, okay, I might as well be a Christian because the worst case scenario is like, I'm a good person. And then when I die, (laughs) if it's true, then I get to go to heaven or whatever, you know? And if it's not, then I'm just dead. And I was like a nice guy or whatever. So that's how I'm approaching the mask wearing situation. I like that. I, I think that's that's smart. I think that most Christians probably would, would agree with you yeah. on that one, you know? I think they should. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, like it's, you know, taking good care of like your fellow man. That's right. And woman. <laughs> You know, the thing that Americans haven't really caught on to here is that, um, you know, the Japanese have been doing this mask thing for a very long time. And it actually, like, has become part of their fashion culture for, like, probably going back to the 90s. And um, big fashion brands, uh, like, year after year, you'll see, like, masks in their collections. And it's partly because Asian culture just adopted masks mm-hmm. as part of a consideration. And if you're, you know, rich and you want to have a really fancy mask, you might want to buy a Louis Vuitton mask, you know? Mm, yeah. And it's just funny. It's like diamond encrusted. Yeah. It's funny looking back on that now. And like Harajuku culture had like a lot of masks and stuff. So it's just funny looking back on that now because I used to think it was just a fashion statement or, you know... And it really had a purpose. And I just didn't get that at the time. Yeah. But I think now it's like, well, if you could just get more into the idea of it being an accessory, you know, like we have purses and, yeah, you know, all that earrings and whatever. Uh, if you could think about it being an accessory and like think about making it fashionable in some way, maybe, maybe people can get into it more, you know, there was like, um, I don't know. Like, what do people like to wear these days? Supreme. Supreme masks. What's supreme? <laughs> Is that like a streetwear? <laughs> What's supreme? I love it. See? See how nice I am to you? I don't talk to you about all this fashion stuff that you don't care about. See? see I do I care about you? it. You're fucking depriving me. <gasps> no. I'm pissed about it. Okay, well, I'll so catch you up. next time you think about going and sitting down in your fucking... You know, <laughs> cave of silence down there, smelling your rotten dead salmon or whatever, and fucking sitting there and sweating and crying and reading your reading your fashion magazines. Maybe instead, just come back here and read them to me. Oh, I love that. Yeah, you just like I don't even look at the thing. You just describe everything in the in the picture and stuff. Like oh, that. I love that. And you could read like the fine print, like oh. Some, some such and such and yeah Louis Vuitton and uh-huh. blah 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 and all this I like the sound of that I yeah. man I didn't even know that was an option hey man I'm just spitballing here but it sounds I good like to it me. yeah I like it okay well yeah. I'm gonna hold you to it okay okay yeah so anyway that's how I feel about masks and uh yeah let's let's do the damn thing okay just mask on up uh, every time man put a mask on your face to protect your identity that's right, and be in full stealth mode, you know? Yeah. And it's just like in the 90s when they told you to wear a condom, right? Yeah. Wear, just wear yeah. a mask. Another virus. It's another virus, you know? Yeah. Keep it's it to like yourself. Ma- it's like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, like everybody had to wrap up their dick. That's right. You and know? it was serious. So like wrap up your face because like AIDS don't come in through your face <laughs> unless you're doing some really weird shit. <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe not too weird, right? I think oral sex would be yeah, enough, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 But Never they mind. make condoms for that too. Yeah. Not that I've ever used one, but you know, <laughs> I hear they make them. I hear they have them available. <laughs> okay. Great. Well, thank you for this wonderful, wonderful, magical mystery tour of uh, the early 90s. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, it's been great. Let's do it again sometime, huh? Hey, maybe even in a couple days. Hey, I like the sound of that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I think it's time to go head head for the the bunker. Um, uh, Smell of dead salmon, you know. Like we don't give a fuck about that. We're going down there. I we're got gonna, a I got a spot for you. We're gonna read some fashion magazines. Yeah, I got a spot for you in my lair. Yeah, 
you, me, the cockroaches. <laughs> the ghosts. Yeah. We'll hang out. We'll make it through. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, babe. And uh, we're going to make it through together. For sure. I think. Oh, for I hope. sure. This is going to be a real bummer if that doesn't happen. If oh, that's not true. Oh, we're going to make it. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll make sure of that. Feeling so much pressure now. But that's good because I like the pressure. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. So. I love to feel the pressure, babe. And if I'm going to feel pressure from anyone and love it, it's going to be from you. It's good news. Yeah. 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 And I uh, love you, babe.